When I was a little kid, I used to love The Wizard of Oz, although it scared the heck out of me as a little kid. Wondered if I might run into the woods the same types of things that Dorothy would run into. And one of my favorite songs in that whole series, and I remember one day when I was out in the woods and there was a beautiful rainbow, of course, leading into you'll probably remember, somewhere over the rainbow, skies are blue, and dreams that you dare to dream really do come true. We know from that example of Dorothy of the tremendous trials that she had in her journey of life, all the things that spooked her and were difficult, and she just wanted to be in that place where that would all be different. And as a little kid, I would dream about somewhere here on earth that it would one day be like that. I've not yet discovered it. And now that I've matured in time and age, knowledge and experience, I've come to realize we will never experience what we're anticipating here on earth because we are all broken human beings. Things in this world are never going to be perfect as they were in the Garden of Eden when everything was rightly ordered. Every human being, Adam and Eve, as we know from the beautiful beginnings of the scripture in Genesis, all their passions, their desires were ordered by reason. Their reason was enlightened by faith, what God had revealed, and they were motivated by charity. That's what it was supposed to be like. Well, I'm not experiencing that, and I suspect all of us know that trying to escape like Dorothy does not solve the problems. It enables us for a while to envision what it could be like, but it would be trying to create a utopia here on earth which will never be. And yet, people throughout generations have tried to create a utopia without the core element. The only one that satisfies the deepest longing of the heart, and that is God. God had things beautifully designed, but he gave human beings, as he gave the angels, the opportunity to choose good or to choose bad. And we know some of the fallen angels, the most gifted of all the angels, Satan, the devil, the demon, he chose to not follow God because he wanted to be God. And he was so deceptive in his way of working in that Garden of Eden that he was able to convince, oh, you can eat from that tree of good and, and evil, then you will know the difference between good and evil. It was a deception that would lead them in direct disobedience to God. God had the perfect plan, and the perfect plan has requirements. God has revealed to us so clearly in Scripture and tradition what those requirements are, how to live in right relationship with him and with others. And any time any of us or others deviate from that, we see more confusion, more frustration, more sin, and often sin upon sin. We struggle. But God is understanding of us, all of us, after that first loss of Adam and Eve, that loss of original justice where everything was ordered right. We all experience the effects yet of the dysfunction in ourselves where we have disordered desires, disordered thoughts, and disordered actions at times. But God knows that we are vulnerable and all he wants us to do 
is to follow the words of Jesus at the end of the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel. Repent, sometimes known as metanoia, means a complete change of life. So if we are walking in the ways that are not of God, it means to literally turn all the way around the other way and to walk towards God. And our journey through life is this vacillating often, trying to find our way through the struggles of life and trying to be faithful to the commandments of God. With the grace of God, we can overcome those weaknesses. Not that we won't be tempted, not that we won't be vulnerable, of course we will. But we will have the strength and the power that comes from God that we can never acquire on our own. It shows our dependence upon God to be truly free, to be truly filled with the life of God himself, which is complete goodness. And that's what he wants. As we begin this Lenten season, we are invited to repent of anything that is not of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord may lead you in these next 40 days, well, less than 40 days now, in these upcoming days of Lent, you might feel like you're wandering in the desert and you're being tempted in all kinds of ways. Turn to the Lord and always follow what God has revealed, which we are so very blessed to know in our beautiful Catholic faith. My brothers and sisters, as dark as it was at times for Dorothy, as dark as it is sometimes for us in the various trials of life, we will be tempted like Jesus, to be tempted to give in to things of the flesh, to give in to the things of the ego, pride, control, and possessions. These are key areas for us to look at our lives. And when we receive insight from others, it's very, very important that we look at the resources that we use, the voices, if you will, that we listen to. Because in the world today, especially through social media, there are so many messages which are directly contrary to what God has revealed. We must denounce them. We must not be deceived. Or we go into the desert without the Lord. Jesus was driven by the Holy Spirit into the desert to reverse what Adam and Eve did in the garden. Adam and Eve made an act of disobedience. Jesus in the desert made an act of obedience to the Father even though he was tempted. Fasting for 40 days and you're offered food to change a rock into bread? Boy, that would be tempting. To have control over lots of things? To test God? So tempting. But Jesus chose to be obedient to his Father so as to become the sacrifice to reverse what had happened in Adam and Eve and to break open wide the doors for us by his sacrifice on the cross to save us from sin and to free us so we can live in the power of God as we muddle our way through the valleys, the wilderness, the deserts, like Dorothy made her way often scared and downtrodden. But God is with us, and we are never alone. But we must also realize that the forces of darkness are growing stronger. 
in our world, in our country, and even in some cases within our beloved Catholic faith. There are those who are in charge of responsibilities, whether it could be business leaders, could be government leaders, could be religious leaders, who are not themselves in full accord in that humble disposition of not taking into their own hands that which belongs to God alone, scripture and tradition which he has revealed and made so clear. That's why the rainbow was even needed, because people had gone so astray because they wanted to decide for themselves what's right and wrong and to make moral judgments that were not theirs to make. God has revealed it, and it's the act of humility and obedience to that that brings freedom. But the temptation of power and control and trying to create a utopia, changing rules or laws because of ways someone wants to think or control or to eliminate religious liberties, take human life, change how God has designed us to be. So many other ways. My brothers and sisters, it is growing darker every day, but God is greater than any darkness. Because when it looked like everything was lost at the crucifixion, when the lightning came and Jesus was dead on the cross, many walked away discouraged, thinking the battle had been lost. Oh no, it was the sacrifice. It was the sacrifice of the innocent and the faithful, Jesus. And that's what he's asking of us, to let him in us, that we go into the world and are obedient to him and to fight for everything that is good, true, right, and just, as God has deemed it to be, and no human being. And my brothers and sisters, let's pray for the grace of repentance, especially for those who are intentionally making these choices, those who are deceived, that their hearts might be open, the light might shine for them, and especially any Catholic, and particularly any Catholic leader that is defiant, opposed, or leading souls away from what God has revealed. Let's pray and beg God for the grace of conversion. And let us pray that the scandal that has happened with Catholics trying to make their own decision rather than being faithful to what God has taught as we know in our beautiful Catholic faith and our teachings. Let's pray that there will be a new day of conversion. But if not, God is still even greater than that. And no one has control over us unless we give that control to them. Jesus suffered much. We will suffer. But the suffering is all part of the redemptive plan of salvation. Let's pray for the grace to love well, to persevere, to be humble, and to receive the grace of God like Jesus, and to be straight in line with church teaching. 
and fight for all that is good, right, and true, for the glory of God and the salvation of souls.